Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Welcome aboard the Growing in Grace podcast train. I'm Mike Kapler with Joel Brzezinski. Uh, glad to have you with us, as we always are. Thank you for sharing it with a friend. Lots of places you can find our podcast these days, just about almost anywhere. But if you're looking to go back and find all of our archived programs, they're listed on growingingrace.org. And you'll notice when you get there, the most recent programs are on the top, but you can go back as far as you want. I think as far back as about 15 years or so. Sometimes you can uh, look over on the right side of the page and you'll see a little search bar. You might type in some keywords if there's something special you're looking for. But uh, Joel, uh, we started last week. Well, we've been talking for many weeks on a little bit of a series here about some of the potential differences between Paul and James and some of the things that they said. And then last week, toward the end of the program, we began to share a few passages from the Apostle Paul in contrast to what we've been talking about in recent weeks. Yeah, I mean, there's um, an overwhelming amount of writings from Paul, words that he wrote that, again, give us an, an overwhelming understanding and sense of justification, salvation, and everything by God's grace through faith, apart from works that there are no works necessary on our part to be justified, to be saved, to be made righteous. Now, over and over again, we will tell you we're not against works. You know, we we are for works, but we don't want to get the cart before the horse. As far as being saved, as far as becoming justified, becoming righteous, becoming holy, there's absolutely nothing, no work that we can do uh, that will ever get us to that condition, to that place. There's nothing a person can do, no work a person can do, and there's no work that that shows that a person is righteous, because a, a person can actually not be saved, not have believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ, and do really, really good works. But works can be uh, definitely a result of the, that we are saved, that we're justified, that we are righteous. It can be an outflow of that, but we don't need works to prove any of that. Works do not prove anything. The proof, as I've what I believe, the proof that a person is um, saved by grace through faith apart from works is that a person is resting in the fact that there are no works that can save them or justify them. Uh, so anyway, so we've we've talked about all of these differences, the things that that, that James wrote about works. And he's got maybe a chapter in his epistle where he talks about this and, and maybe some other things he says in his epistle. And and we've talked about the evidence of the things that James said and did elsewhere. But we've got epistle after epistle after epistle from Paul that makes it very, very clear that what I've just said, that there are no works involved in salvation on our part. It was all the work of Jesus, the finished work of Jesus Christ. It's, it's the finished work because he finished it. He, the work that he came to do, he finished. The work of salvation, the work of justification, the work that justifies us and, and that makes us righteous, nothing that we can add to it 
uh, nothing that we can take away from it either. It's all his work. And uh, we're going to go through some things that Paul said, a lot of the things that Paul wrote to, to really show this overwhelming evidence in the scriptures, in these new covenant epistles that show us, again, that there's no work on our part that can play any part in salvation. It's the work of Jesus only. And, and, and that's the point. Uh, the, there is work involved. It's just not our work uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to salvation, righteousness, justification, uh, sanctification, all, all of those things. That the righteousness of God is gifted to us, but it was based upon work. However, it was the work of Jesus Christ. And that's what believing is, is really all about. That's what faith is really all about. Jesus is the, the evidence of what previously was not seen. He's the manifestation of what mankind has been seeking after uh, from the beginning of time, really. Maybe perhaps a beginning that never had a beginning, as some like to say. But that's where faith comes in. We, we place our faith not in what we do, but in what he did. So it's not even just believing that God exists or that Jesus is the Son of God. That may be a part of it. But then trusting in what he did to finish what was needed for our redemption. Um, we touched on Romans chapter 1 a little bit last week, a couple of places in Romans chapter 3. We came to the place in Romans 3.28 where Paul said uh, that we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. And this would be for Jew, a Jew or Gentile. I almost said jewel. Is jewel. That, is, would that be a combination of a, a Jewish person and a Gentile? <laughs> a, jewel, a jewel. That's, that's Ephesians <laughs> you, 2 right there. That, no. Well, that's how God sees us, right? <laughs> right on. Um, he, and he's, gonna, he's going to go on in Romans. We're not going to sift through all of Romans. We're just going to hopscotch through some different passages here to make the point of what we've been talking about over these past weeks of what Paul said compared to some things uh, that, that James may have said. So... Um, but he does compare uh, Jew and Gentile, and his, his whole point throughout his epistles is that this is the same for Jewish people as it is for Gentiles. Because remember, many Jewish believers back at that time, including James and some of his church council, they believed there was a separate gospel for the Jews and, and a different set of rules for the Gentiles. And Paul's point throughout his writings is there's one gospel. And it's the same for both. It's by grace through faith. And something we touched on briefly in our series was in Romans chapter 4. Joel sifted through this as we were comparing Paul and James and their writings. But uh, Romans 4, 5 through 8. But to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. Just as David also described the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those, David said, blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not count or impute sin. And of course, that was following up on what Paul had said about Abraham. Abraham believed and then he was justified. What was it he believed? He believed that God was going to provide him with the promise of a child. And it was at that point that, that Abraham was justified. That goes back from uh, Genesis chapter 15. But it goes on in Romans four thirteen through 15, for the promise that he would be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if those who are of the law are heirs, faith is made void and the promise 
promise made of no effect because the law brings about wrath for where there is no law, uh, there is no transgression. So I'll let you take it from here, Joel. Yeah. And, um, just to, to back up a little bit to, cause, um, indeed last week I was talking about Romans one and then in Romans three and something I just, as I was glancing over that again, something that just caught my eye again, there are some people who will, um, taking this thing we call taking verses out of context, Romans two, Paul says, for as many as have sinned without the law will also perish without the law, and as many as have sinned in the law will be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. And so some people will take that verse, and I think this is important in what we're talking about here, because some people will take that verse out of context, missing the larger point that Paul is making. In short, what Paul is saying here is that if you are going to be a hearer of the law, if you're one of the people who are under the law, and he's he's really talking about Jews here, it's not just hearing the law that makes you just. If you're going to be just, if you're going to be made righteous in the sight of God by the law, you can't just be a hearer of it. You have to be a doer of the law. But he goes on, as Romans 2 goes on, and as we get into Romans 3, he goes on to make the case that there is no one good. There is no one who does that. There is no doer of the law. There's not actually a person who actually does keep the law. And so by the time he gets to Romans 3, he sums it up by saying that there's whether it's a Jew, actually I'm putting this in my own words, but whether it's a Jew or whether it's a Gentile, there's no one who has done good. There's no one who can be justified by their works. Nobody that, who can be justified by keeping the law. And so that's when we get into uh, what I talked about last week, Romans 3, 20. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believed. And so we're justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. And so we talked about some of that last week. But I just wanted to point out that one verse that gets so taken out of context because it makes it look like Paul is saying that you can be justified by the law, by doing the law. But really, that's the opposite of the point that he's making. He's saying that nobody can do that. And, and Joel, you know, along those same lines, I've, I've also heard people, because Paul uh, says quite a bit there in Romans 2 and 3, but if you get verse tunnel vision, like you said, you're in big trouble. I, I've heard people say, because we talk a lot about us being righteous in Christ, right? And so I've heard some people say, the Bible says that there's none righteous. Because Paul quotes an Old Testament verse, right? Where he says there are none righteous. He's referring to there are none who are righteous by the law. But now the gospel has revealed that righteousness has come to us by faith in Jesus Christ. So um, I just wanted to mention that, too, because it's in that same passage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Tunnel vision, uh, looking at the verses rather than the, the entire passages. And instead of looking at verses and sentences, instead of the surrounding context, we will miss so much of that stuff. And it's so important because Paul, as we've said many times, didn't write in chapters and verses like what we see in the Bible today. It's it's good, it's helpful as we want to try to remember where we saw something in the Bible. We got these chapters and verses, but he wrote in smaller points, building up to bigger points, and you got to really look at a lot of the context with Paul. And a lot of times you have to look at the therefores as well. And so that's one thing that we, we see in Romans 5 
everything that Paul has been saying in chapter 1, 2, 3, and 4. Well, backing up, because you were in chapter 4, now it was not written for his sake alone, that is for um, Abraham, that it was imputed to him righteousness because of his faith, but also for us, it shall be imputed to us who believe in him who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. It was all God's work that he did because Abraham believed And it wasn't just imputed to him, this righteousness, but to us who believe as well. So Paul talks a lot about what happened with Abraham apart from works. When Abraham simply believed, he had faith uh, apart from works, righteousness was imputed to him. So Abraham was made righteous. We have been made righteous also, but simply by having faith apart from works. And so as we wrap up this week... And we're going to be spending some more time on this because this is such good stuff and it's very important for people to understand how we have been made righteous. Therefore, in chapter 5 of Romans, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So we've got faith, we've got justification, we have peace, we have hope, we have grace, all because of what the Lord Jesus has done, and it's all by faith, apart from our works. So more on this uh, in the weeks to come right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.